This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be giving a preview of week nine in the NFL. I will run through some of the key matchups this week, give some of my predictions on those matchups, and maybe some betting angles on them as well. Okay, so let's just jump right into it and start with the Thursday night football game between the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. This game will be played in San Francisco, and it is a very, very big game for the 49ers. They currently sit at 4 and 4 right now. They're 500. They've had a lot of injuries this year on both sides of the ball, but credit to them, they have been able to hold their own and at least keep themselves at 500 despite all the key injuries at all of the key positions. Coming into this game, they will be without their quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, their top two running backs Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman, one of their key receivers Debo Samuel, their superstar tight end George Kittle, all will be missing on the offensive side of the ball and then on the defense side they are still missing guys like Richard Sherman and Nick Bosa so many many key players still out for the 49ers taking on the Green Bay Packers at home with of course MVP candidate quarterback Aaron Rodgers the Packers are actually coming off of a loss this week they lost a disappointing game in Green Bay to the Minnesota Vikings a game that I thought that they would definitely win they didn't get it done there but they do sit at five and two on the season they are definitely the healthier team right right now than the 49ers. Rodgers recently got back his favorite target, Devontae Adams, but in this game, it is possible that they will be missing their top running back, Aaron Jones. But besides Jones, as I said, they are the much healthier team. They're pretty healthy in general. And I think because of that health, paired with the fact that Aaron Rodgers is having a very good season, despite the loss last week to the Vikings, I think on paper, the Packers should win this game. They are the five and a half point favorites despite being the road team but honestly the 49ers are a desperate team right now this team really really needs a win this week it's a decent spot for them being at home on a Thursday night and even though they are very injured I just have a feeling that the 49ers are going to get it done in this game against the Packers if you remember last year when these two teams met in the playoffs the 49ers absolutely dominated the Packers in that game again they did have all their key players for that one they're not going to have all of them in this one, but I think Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are going to use a lot of the same strategy that they used in the playoff game last year, and that is that they are just going to keep running the ball directly at the Packers. When I watch the Packers play, they seem to be most vulnerable to the 49ers style of football, which is kind of like bully ball. They like to push people around, get real physical, and just run it right at you. That is the forte for the 49ers, and that is the weakness for the Green Bay Packers. So again, even though on paper it looks like the Packers should win this game I'm going with my gut here I think that the 49ers are going to pull this game out from a betting standpoint I would definitely take the five and a half points for the 49ers to at least keep this one close but my gut feeling is that the 49ers are going to come away with a win here okay so now let's move on to the Sunday slate of game and we'll look at the early window the one o'clock games the first one that really jumps out to me is going to be the Seattle Seahawks against the Buffalo Bills this game will be played in Buffalo, but the Seahawks are currently a three-point favorite in this game. These are two teams that have been very, very solid all year. The Seahawks sit at 6-1 and one 
currently with their only loss being in Arizona to a pretty good Cardinals team while the Bills sit at six and two and their only two losses were to two very good teams as well the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans so neither of these teams really have a bad loss on their resume to this point both teams quarterbacks are having very good seasons this year Russell Wilson for the Seahawks is the front runner to win the NFL MVP this season he's looked very good and Josh Allen on the Bills is a very good year as well he's improved a lot from last season he was already good last season he's even better this year and because of that solid quarterback play from both teams both of these offenses have looked pretty good this season as a whole They can both put up points. They've both been moving the ball fairly well. Neither defense has looked particularly good this year, which for Seattle, that's not too much of a surprise. For the Bills, I think it's a huge surprise. The Bills last year were one of the best defenses in football. I was expecting them to be the same type of defense this year, but unfortunately for them, it really has not worked out that way. I don't want to say that they've just been a complete disaster. They haven't. They have looked good at times this year, at other times not as good. They just definitely have not been that same shutdown defense that they were a year ago. They have been more of a middle-of-the-road defense this year as compared to one of the best defenses last year. So all things considered, this is a very interesting matchup, a very good matchup between two very good teams this year, two very good quarterbacks this year. I would give the slight edge to Buffalo in this game because they are playing at home, but I would not be surprised either if Seattle does pull this victory. Very close, tough one to call slight edge for me goes to Buffalo but from a betting standpoint it's definitely a stay away game for me moving on to our next matchup and that is the Baltimore Ravens against the Indianapolis Colts the game will be played in Indianapolis these are two five and two teams so it's a very important game for seeding standpoints when it comes to the AFC playoff rankings the Ravens are of course coming off of a tough loss against division opponent the Pittsburgh Steelers to allow the Steelers to remain undefeated they hung in that game they did not get it done in the ends. The story for the Ravens this year, they do have their five wins. Their two losses have come against two really, really good teams, which are the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs, arguably the two best teams in football. Two teams that the Ravens are going to have to find a way to beat at some point in the playoffs if they want to make any kind of a Super Bowl run this year. While the Indianapolis Colts also sit at 5-2 and and they're currently coming off of a dominating victory over the Detroit Lions. Now, this is a very interesting match up to me because both of these defenses in particular have been very good the key matchup for me is the Ravens really like to run the ball they run the ball just as much if not more than any other team in football and the Indianapolis Colts run defense is one of the best in all of football right now they're currently only allowing 80 rushing yards a game their defense that's very very good out of the Colts against especially a team now who's going to try to run it consistently against that very good run defense that's a matchup that I think favors the Colts slightly, but the big matchup for me that favors the Ravens is going to be that Ravens opportunistic defense against a quarterback like Phillip Rivers, who always has the potential of turning the ball over in a game. And I think that is what is going to happen in this game. I think that the Ravens defense is going to create some turnovers, create some extra opportunities for their offense. And for me, that is going to be the difference and the edge for the Ravens to get this game done in Indianapolis. There's really good value, in my opinion, on this line. The Ravens are only laying two and a half points. I think top to bottom, the Ravens are a better team. So from a betting angle, I love this play. Ravens minus two and a half is probably my favorite play of this week.
Next matchup that I'm going to get into a little bit is the Tennessee Titans playing at home against the Chicago Bears. These are two teams that have been pretty solid this year, but two teams that also have a lot of question marks around them. The Titans started their year 5-0. They've now dropped to 5-2. Their first loss was only a loss by a field goal to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are still undefeated. So that's not a problem, that loss. But then this past week, they surprisingly got really dominated by the Cincinnati Bengals. They ended up losing 31-20. to which is probably even a little bit closer than how that game went. The Bengals kind of dominated from start to finish in that one. So a very strange loss for them, a team that was in the AFC Championship game last year. And a lot of this season now has been a little bit questionable for the Titans. A lot of their wins have been very close games against not-so-great teams. Their first three wins of the season came against the Broncos, Jaguars, and Vikings. All three of those games, they needed a last-second field goal to pull that game out. They did get a big win against the Buffalo Bills. And then after that, they had to go to overtime to beat a not-so-good Texans team. So four of their five wins have been a little bit shaky wins. They had a solid win against Buffalo. And then two losses, one to a good Pittsburgh Steelers team and one to a bad Cincinnati Bengal team. So for me, this is a very confusing team to figure out right now. What exactly are the Titans? Are they a top-tier team? Are they a middle-of-the-road team? Just a lot of question marks for me about what this Titans team really is. This week, they get a chance to start answering some of those questions. They play a pretty good Bears team that's also been very up and down this season. The Bears are another team that's kind of hard to figure out exactly what they are. They are 5-3 and three on the season. Four of their five wins have come against the teams that they probably should have beaten, which are the Lions, the Giants, the Falcons, and the Panthers. And then their fifth win was a very good win for them in which they stole one against the Tampa Bay Bucks on a Thursday night. Their three losses coming against three of the better teams that they played, which are the Colts, the Rams, and the Saints. So to this point, the Bears have kind of done maybe what they are supposed to have done, minus maybe that win against the Bucks. So all that being said for both of these teams with the ups and downs, with the question marks, this is really a measuring stick in my opinion for both of these teams. I think both teams are going to come into this game feeling like they can and should win this game the titans currently sit at five and a half point favorites for this game in my opinion that is too many points to give the bears in this one it would not surprise me if either one of these teams came away with the victory in this one with it being five and a half points that is a play we are going to take bears plus five and a half against the tennessee titans Okay, so the final game that I want to talk about in this episode is the big Sunday night football clash between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. This is going to be the second meeting between these two teams this year, with the Saints winning the first matchup on week one of the season. The Bucs are a much better team now than they were week one. Tom Brady seems much more acclimated with this Bruce Arians offense so far to this point. He's getting some of his weapons healthier, Mike Evans and Chris. Godwin. They're still not 100%, so they should get even better as the year goes on. If you listen to any of my preview episodes of the NFL this year, I had said that I believe the Bucks are a team that may start a little bit slow and then gain momentum as the year goes on and get better and better as Brady forms more chemistry with his weapons on offense and gets more familiar with the new playbook that he's running. At the midway point of this season now, it's looking like that's exactly what's happening. The Buccaneers have a lot of 
steam. They've looked very, very good over these last couple of weeks. And now they get an opportunity at home on Sunday night to avenge their earlier loss against Drew Brees and the Saints. The Saints have really looked shaky at times this year, but they are on a four-game winning streak right now against the Lions, the Chargers, the Panthers, and the Bears. All of those games were decided by one possession. Two of those games went into overtime. So those four games all really could have went either way, but credit to the Saints. They got all four of them done. They got the four wins there. The Saints currently sit at 5-2 and two on the season. They still have not gotten anything out of Michael Thomas this year, who's been dealing with some injuries and missing a lot of games this year. They are hoping to get him back for this one. If they can get him back, that would obviously be a major boost to this offense, who is really has a lack of weapons and wide receivers in particular. Majority of this offense lately has just been Alvin Kamara going off and really carrying things for this Saints offense. But I think they're going to need a lot more than that against this very good Tampa Bay defense. Tampa Bay currently only allows 70 yards per game on the ground. So it's probably going to be some tough running for Kamara this week. And I think if Michael Thomas is unable to go in this game, I think that the Buccaneers defense could potentially really shut down this Saints offense altogether. The Tampa Bay defense is a very, very good defense. A lot of the attention for the Bucs comes on Tom Brady in that offense offense, of course, but that defense is just as good as their offense is. This Bucks team is a complete team. They are a team that has looked very good lately. They are also a team that looks like they are getting better and better. I don't think they've hit their peak yet, which could be scary for a lot of the other teams in the NFL, how good this Bucks team might be towards the end of the year. And in this one against the Saints in Tampa Bay, whether or not Thomas plays, I don't think is going to make a difference in the outcome of this game. I think it It'll be a lot closer if Thomas plays, but either way, I think that the Bucks are going to come away with a victory in this one. They're currently a five and a half point favorite. That's not a line that I'm looking to lay that many points with, especially with being unsure whether or not Thomas is going to play. So while I do think that either way, the Bucks are going to win, whether he plays or not, because of that question and because of how many points it is to lay, it is going to be a stay away from a betting angle for me, but I do think the Bucks come out victorious. Okay, so with that, that covers all of the games that I consider the key matchups in week nine of the NFL. We gave some breakdown of those matchups with predictions as well. Just to review our current betting plays for this week, we have the 49ers plus five and a half the Ravens minus two and a half and the Bears plus five and a half those are our current three plays that we have for all of my updated plays when it gets closer to Sunday and on game day make sure you follow me on Twitter at Adam Hull Sports. I add plays on there often. If you always want to follow along and see what I'm going to be playing and play along if you like. Again, that's at Adam Hulse Sports on Twitter. Make sure you follow me there. But for now, that is all we have for this episode. I thank you again for tuning in. This has been Adam Hulse. I hope you join me again next time.